成功的秀。Another episode of Inside the Closet. Today, Emma and I discuss many things. Number one, Barbara Corcoran comes back, and Liza Minnelli. We discuss me hooking up this weekend, and Emma's late night set, and、uh, basically talk about the troubles in comedy and political correctness. It gets deep. It gets funny.、Uh, we drink some tea. It's going to be a good episode. So stay tuned. Yeah, Inside the Closet, the podcast where you get an insider's look at us. Okay. Now we're recording. We just recorded an entire thing talking about how Emma swallowed a vitamin and it didn't disintegrate. And then I said you should gum my vitamins. And then she was like, "Well, I, I would eat the whole bag." Yeah, Mateo said he can, can control himself around gummy vitamins. I can't. But all right, we're back. What kind of vitamin did you eat? Some kind of green vitamin, and also my antidepressant. I count、okay. that as a vitamin. Maybe that's also. I'm gonna move these wires yeah, so they I, don't make noise while we're doing the show. I took too many pills at once. That was the problem. I got greedy. Did you? How, how many pills do you take in the morning? Three. Well, now I'm taking prep. Ah, Truvada. Okay, so we gotta. So, tell me about that. I know nothing about that. So basically, you know, this is like a lot of gay men take it. It's called Truvada or prep. I'm not ins- on insurance, so my friend who like has like he's on the board of HIV, like in a thing in New York City, like he's helping me get this.、Um, He's helped me get this medicine for like way discounted, but he's like, you should be on it. He's being a really good friend. Is it something you have to take every day? Yeah, you take it every day. I'm just gonna try it for the month, and because I'm not a, I'm not like a big slut puppy. Even though、right. this week I hooked up with two guys. Oh my god! But also to be fair, because when people hear that, they're like, "Get it, get that dick." I'm like, "No, no, these are people I've known for a long time." Right. And this is like a hookup I've had a long time ago. It was like a, my 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 two normal fuck buddies. So it's like I know these people. We both played video games afterwards. Like it wasn't like a rant. Not that random hookups are bad, but I'm so neurotic. If it was a random hookup, I'd be like, "It's over." Right. But I am a little bit now. Like, okay, you got that out of your system, and now I feel like being celibate for for. A while. And also, oh my god, was not to the two. It was more just like, oh my god, this is exciting to hear about. It, it is exciting to、it's, hear about. It's so inter. It's it's a it's a change in programming. It is because I'm just not used to new dick. Right. And so now I'm getting dick. The good. The, I mean, the how get- did it? I want to hear like every single thing. Well, it's two. It's two ways. It's like one. I mean, yeah, of course it felt good. But the other part too is like I think. I'm like so numb right now from the breakup. Like I'm so emotionally like I'm like numb. Totally, I know what my body's doing. My mind and my body are shutting down the emotional part of me, releasing the only emotions I can release are rage. Yeah, which I'm, I'm I'm currently doing on stage, which is a little, a little classic. Mateo's coming out. Well, yeah, Mateo said it was vintage Mateo.、Mm-hmm. I just ha- am so angry all the time, and I, I get but no. You know what? That's、reason. why you're such a good comedian. I'm just like I'm just pissed. Like sometimes yesterday when I. Went to the art therapist's house, and it's about a fifteen-minute walk from her place to the subway. And on the walk, the whole time, I was just angry, and I was like reciting like things I wanted to say to people in my head, like "fuck you,"、yeah. and "fuck this," and "fuck that." Did I cut? Was I on that list at all? Not at all. You、Thank、know what、God. it was? It wasn't even real people. It was like hypothetical situations. Like "fuck off,"、um, I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I truly don't even know what I was talking about. It was just like Watch I get, elbow on the, I just on the... get mad, and then so I got to her house, and she was like, "How are you feeling?" And I was like, "Angry." She was like, "About what?" I'm like, "No, it's fine. I just, I, I just get, I just, I'm angry. I'm an angry person. I don't know why." Do you? Because I, so, do you get when I get on stage? Like, I'll be in a wonderful mood. I'll be like, "La la," or like very calm. The second I get on stage, this is the past two weeks since the breakup. 
I am in a rage. Is it? Is it rage? Is it like? Are you actually angry? Is it just like excitement or? It's rage. It's wow. funny. I know how to do it in a funny right. way. I could push it too far, but like for example, the other night I like looked at someone. I was like, "What's your story?" And she goes, "Well, I'm a twin." I said, "Really? This is the most interesting thing about your life. Is there someone else who looks exactly like you? Grow up." But the audience is dying. I don't know what it is right. about me that gets away with it. But you then I was like, okay, with it. I can, I might take this too far. I'd have a hard time. I'm angry. It's yeah. You being angry is like you, but you can be angry and you can get away with. I mean, it's definitely. A, I'd have to really have him on my side. I don't know if I've gotten, but you always make it funny. That's the key. If you're gonna be mean, you got to make it funny. But you have a rage on stage sometimes, and you make it very funny. <sighs> I watched your a little bit of your set the other night. And you were very good. Thanks. And you're dressing very well. Yeah, I've been like really trying to do that because I clothes are so gendered. I never used to get excited about clothes because I never felt like they were for me. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm like, you know what? I can like fucking jackets. Jackets aren't that gendered. So I like just any fun jacket and then people have been noticing and then and I've been getting a lot of props from like uh, a lot of like younger guys, which feels good. Like, stylish guys will be like, yo, like, those are some good looking Like, Ricky Velez is like, you look great. Ricky hasn't yet. That would be a big compliment. Well, Ricky, I want to look exactly like Yeah, Ricky Velez's uh, wife is a stylist. Yes. And he is. And he knows how to dress, too. Yeah. All right, let's talk. So okay, yeah, so back to things. the hookups. Well, before we get to the hookups, we should, well, should we talk about the hookups first, or should we talk about how you feel about your late night set? Well. Would you, would you rather get the rage out then, and then we can talk about sex? Um... Oh, let's save the hookups for after. Let's have this conversation because this okay. this is weighing on your mind. Okay, so th- my set. So I recorded the Colbert set. I think it was like three months ago. Yeah, and your hair looked great. Thank you. It, it was mulleting a little bit in the back, <laughs> but I felt fine about it when I did it. I've been doing that material since then. I love doing that material. It's so fun. I like it. The problem is, I'm is, very um. Not brave. I hate using oh, that word. Oh, it's brave. But it is brave for you to go on TV this day and age and tell people as a woman, I'm the man. Yeah, it's... It makes everyone, like, question... Everything. Yeah. Because basically... Very smart. It's, the thing is, is it's... Basically, you have to deconstruct gender roles and stereotypes and then get the irony in reconstructing them. Right. Now, that's me asking a lot of America, which obviously was too big of an ask. No, because but America should be challenged. They should be. But I like to do it. In a, I would have liked to do it from... I would have liked to do it in a streaming platform or something. But the people that are annoying me the most... And it's not... All these people are saying I look like a fat Ellen. Fine. The people that are bothering me the most are the far, far, far left people saying... I'm um, anti-bisexual. That's what they're saying? Yeah, well, someone said, said that about my Netflix special, I too. said anti-bisexual. Do you know how many fucking bisexuals I've had sex with? You stupid fuck. Like, but also, I'm so pro-bisexual. They're discrediting your sexuality. And they're also not... And also, you're saying... You're saying because I... They say, oh, you're playing into uh, butch and femme. Okay, well, the butch could be bisexual and the femme could be bisexual, mm-hmm. you ignorant sack of shit. Like, <laughs> you, you, you are angry. I yeah, like it. It's, it's just so stupid. Mm-hmm. And I would, it's, it also seems like white liberal people are so happy now to have something to, that they can, like, acceptably throw out because they, to say, oh, you're biphobic or people saying that I'm transphobic 
where are you getting that from from that set? People say you were transphobic in that set yeah, too. Yeah, this one this one person. It's mostly fat Ellen. And then there and then there were the people that were just straight up like you're not a real This one guy said, "What if you named your next special Fat Ellen?" Yeah, fat Ellen. Yeah. I mean, you, can you imagine the press? Can you imagine the press? The this one guy said, I mean, there were a lot of things like you're not a real man, a real man can bench press 200. Whatever's that doesn't even begin to make sense. That's it's, his own, that's his first line of argument about being a real man. And that's what's interesting to me, where it's like I see these people saying, "Oh, you're you know you're being phobic to this or that," and I'm like, "So I don't, well, let me get this straight. You're you're the liberals are mad at you because they think you're transphobic and biphobic, and then the Republican like I'm just gonna say the the, the conservative side is mad at you because you're not traditional. And, so what? Right." So neither side is making sense. Right. Also, why can't they just accept that you are who you are? And I'm joking. Well, I'm that, joking. That's actually, so, that's number one. That's number one. It's like, I'm just, you know, I'm kidding. And also, I was trying to say, like, we're all human and we recreate these problematic things. So we need that. It's just like trying to poke fun at it. But, but no one can joke anymore. You need to. And it also takes a liberal person with a good sense of humor. Or not even a liberal. It takes a person. It just takes someone with a sense. Not that I can say humor is subjective. So not that that means someone has to have a good sense of humor to get my sense of humor. Who that's totally. I'm not going to subscribe that. But they have to be able to like laugh at themselves at least. I, I'm quite. I'm actually quite shocked by these remarks. I was. I, I just think, talked like Madonna. I'm it, actually quite shocked by these remarks. There were a lot of people that were like, "Oh, uh, like you know, this is like forward thinking, like sarcasm years ahead." The number one comment is, "Did she piss off the left and the right?" That's actually a compliment. That's a great. Compliment. I take that as a compliment too. Yeah, because you know what? I don't think that there is a left and a right. I think we're all somewhere in the middle, and I think that we're all. Well, you know what it is? We're all hurt. We're all sad. Yeah, everybody's we're all hurt, afraid, and we're all scared, and yep. and every side is just latching onto something to sort of validate what, whether that's religion, whether that's politics, whether that's uh, a blog, whether that's whatever it is. We're all looking for something to sort of validate our existence, and so I think this has nothing to do with you. And I yeah. think also to remember the people that are commenting is not the majority of the people enjoying it. So that right. the people that are commenting on it are people who. Feel the necessity to go out of their way. We, we, you don't know their backgrounds, their lives, who they are, and what they've said. Yeah. So you can't take anything these comments say for any type of... Because I don't have a context for them, and then they don't have a context for me. No, all they have is your jo- six minutes of jokes. Right. The thing... Yeah. I wish... Because when I first did Colbert, I didn't go read the comments, but the first time I did it... I don't think I the con, the first time I did it it wasn't edgy at all. I was like I'm from Maine. I'm dyslexic. Right. But that's also a first time comedian's set. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know this, but a lot of times with a comedian you see a brand new comedian, a new comedian, you'll hear their jokes. I'm this. My name sounds like that. I come from this background. My family's this. There's these kind of like biographical jokes happening. Yep. I did it with my joke about being called potato. Once you start <laughs> seeing the 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 joke, the comedian mature. The jokes aren't about them as much right. anymore. You've they, got the intro. It's right. like their business card in the beginning. And they've honed their crap. They right. don't de- they don't depend on defending themselves to an audience to right. make jokes. They can just go for the jokes. Even what they what people wear the first time they do late night, I've noticed is usually like this like Well, I, I wore a thong and thigh high <laughs> jellies. I made a mistake. I, th- I didn't been, think anyone would notice, but I got tassels. That would have been thong. the best. That would have been amazing. Could you imagine? 
Well, I don't think I'd have much of a career at this point. Right. Or if I did, it would be a very different career. Right. But I could be like in burlesque too. It'd be a different. It'd be a different kind of late night. It would be a, a YouTube. It would be an early morning. That's right. how late yeah, the night yeah, would yeah. be. I mean, it would be a rough. walk of shame night. Oh, it would be. Oh, it would be rough. I that if you had tassel, but and also it's like you late night is a tough. That that was the thing because I do like that material so much that I was like I wonder I didn't know if late night was the right quote, place for it. Can I give you a quote that I think you'd appreciate? Please. And it comes from Christopher Hitchens. I just knocked the table with my teacup. Sorry. I'm actually cutting my fingernails. Mm-hmm. Um, Christopher Hitchens, maybe one of the most controversial. Wait, writers one of, of the all quotes time. was Christopher Hitchens. Someone commented Christopher Hitchens was right. Oh, this is okay. Two things. Christopher Hitchens. All right, let me give you a backstory. He wrote an article called Women Aren't Funny. Now, people didn't read the article and assume what he was saying is women aren't funny. When he actually was interviewed by it, because a lot of people, this is people getting angry about things they don't understand. Christopher Hitchens' defense was, no, I wasn't writing the article saying women aren't funny. I agree women aren't funny. I'm talking about the difference between why women and men are funny. Women have different motives for being funny than men do, generally speaking. Men have to be funny because it's the only way we're going to get fucked. Women, you know, we already find you See, desirable. that should have been the title of his article. Men right, have but, to be funny for sex. by saying women aren't funny, right, he got the attention. Right. So, now look, I'm not saying I agree or disagree with this. I'm just stating the facts. Right. So, um, but well, you probably disagree with saying women are. I funny. disagree with yeah. most things that right. Christopher Hitchens says, and my favorite comedians are only women. Is Christopher um, Hitchens the one that died? Paraplegic? No, he died. That's you're thinking Terry Schiavo. No, who but, was the um, one that it was like? He, that's Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Okay. But Christopher Hitchens, whether you agree with him or not, I'm not Christopher Hitchens. Right. Yes, yeah, surprise, Christ. Mateo. If you, if you repeat something someone said, then somehow I said yeah. it. Like, people are going to be like, oh, Mateo wrote an article, women aren't funny. No, <laughs> I didn't. I think women are funny. I think women are funny. Um, Christopher Hitchens said the worst thing in life is to be boring. And yeah. it's true. Because here's the thing. You are going to live your life the way you want to live it. If you lived your life based off how other people were going to live it for you, don't leave your home. Sure. Don't leave your home. Fran Lebowitz, who I love and is a woman and is funny, said the same thing. She goes, I am shocked by the liberal side choosing being offended by everything because this, I can't believe it's a liberal argument. She it's goes, also not constructive because I'm always down to have that talk. Like if someone was like, hey, especially if it comes to. But you don't need to. If you're it comes you're to, talking through your comedy. You don't right? owe anybody anything. And also it's like, especially if it comes to race and class where those are two things where I, not class anymore, but like growing up I was up middle upper class so it was like and then race and class are things where it's like i was in a more dominant group so i was very like wanting to actively like deconstruct that and learn if someone's just tweeting at me that i'm bi anti-bisexual that just so i my joke in netflix where i say i have a, someone told me once after show which is true someone said you know you don't sound too gay you're gay and straight right which i had no idea what that meant so i made the joke like what like how stupid... This guy thinks that there's a voice for gay people and straight people. Like, I know there are feminine voices. Right. But he's implying that gay people can't even talk the way he talks. Right. Right? So my joke was, how stupid is he? He thinks I walk around saying, girls, let's shop for pussy. Right. Right? So I'm making fun of him. This woman tweeted... Must have tweeted at me a hundred times saying, you're anti-bi, you're anti-bi, you're what? anti-bi. Because they... 
don't listen. Just like if you heard me say earlier about the Christopher Hitchens article, I think women are funny. That's his article. Why did she say that? Where did she get the bias? Because people are really stupid. That's, I mean, because it's like you don't even mention bisexuality. No, and she's only, she's not, the joke is about my voice and straight people's interpretation of what it means to be a gay man. And she took that, and she took, they'll take anything to make it about themselves. It's funny. Anything to make it about themselves. Yeah, because it's like, it's like you're, you don't think I, you don't think I work worked hard enough in law school and it's like wait a minute that's might be a you thing that you saw me while that was going through your head right that's most of it i get mad i will watch tv and get mad at things and realize i'm mad at myself right i'm mad at me it's funny that people get so mad at comedians though well that's the thing is they get just rip shit well because here's it someone brought this up and said because at the past two years there is no democracy in our government now. Everything's falling right. apart. That the culture is trying to create its own democracy. And we're trying to regulate anyone to create some type of stability. Yeah. So we're, we're, it's part revenge and part regulating and part... So we've, with Twitter and Instagram and all this stuff, we've created this type of quote-unquote system to regulate how people should and shouldn't behave because it's basically like a young kid who has a parent who's not paying attention to them. They're on the playground going to create their own system to try and create any kind of, you know. What was that book about that where it's like they all like go to the island and kill each other? It was called Lord of the Flies. That's what it was. And I was asked to star in that movie. (laughs) And I remember saying to them, "Mm, who would I play? And they said the fly. (laughs) And then I realized you're talking about Jeff Goldblum's movie in 1987. I would have really done a great job playing the fly. The fly. I could have. I know how to buzz. She could. I know how to fly. I this flew might have been my concert. favorite of your Lisa's yet. Of Liza. Liza's like, yeah. I've been on this show probably 65 times, and you still call me Lisa. Fuck! But that, because it's Liza with a Z. Right. Not Lisa with an S. Right. Because Lisa with an S goes snuts. It's M-I-N-N-E-L-I-I. Do you have any shows coming up where you're playing her? No, but I should I should do a night with Liza. Yeah, why not? I think it'd be a lot of fun. If there's any way that you could get her to come in person, I mean, could you oh, imagine? Oh, can you imagine? She'd, she she'd get, get confused. Yeah. She'd be like, what am I doing up <laughs> yeah, 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 on yeah. stage? I'm right here. Am I dead? Right. My ghost is projecting. She'd think she was so fucked up. She'd be like, maybe you'd get her sober. Well, she's... Let's not say things we can't take back. But um, she did say one time she was interviewing, they're like, what do you think of drag queen? She goes, well, I saw one. And I remember saying, I don't do that. And my friend said, yes, you do. <laughs> and I was like, well, all right. Like... It's Liza Minnelli. She's got right. to have a good sense of humor. At least she's got some good friends around her that are keeping it real. You know, I'm now worried about these re- describing a Christopher Hitchens article and what his defense was. Is people taking not. it as what I say. No. But I also, at this point, I'm, t- I'm a little Joan Rivers right now. Right. I don't care. And the other thing, too, is it's like, you know, just trying to keep it in con. Like, I, I saw a friend of mine last night. And he was like, look, I love, he's like, I really like the material. And he was like, you know, doing late night is something you haven't done a lot. He's like, you do clubs and, you know, all the time. He's like, radio, podcasts, those are your comfort zones. Acting, you're getting more into. He's like, doing stand-up. And I felt very comfortable in the late, the um, Netflix setting, because that was like at a nightclub and it was a longer set. But it's also, we're not regulated in the material that we're talking about. Late night is a very, that's why I can't believe 
they approved some of those jokes. Like when they were like, they said I could do the joke. One of the jokes at the end, I, I couldn't believe they said I could. I do really that. was quite blown away when you went on TV saying I'm the man. I think it's hysterical. I couldn't. I believe, applaud you. I can't believe it was so surreal seeing. Well, our friend Namesh is going through shit yeah. right now, which I find I find quite shocking. It is what's so crazy. So Namesh, I. Um, tweeted the article he wrote. He did an opinion piece. I think was it the New York Times. I think I don't that know, he it might have been. I think it was that he wrote his opinion piece back. He had a plug pulled on him from, at a college um, at a college at Columbia, and I think it was called. I don't want to get the name of it wrong, but it was a show showcasing different Asian acts. Yeah, I think it was Asian Americans. I don't remember the name of it, but yeah, there was so you know he's of Indian descent, so he did the show and he did a joke where he said, and I'm paraphrasing, but basically said. I was talking to a black gay man, and that's when it realized me that being gay was not a choice because who would choose to be uh, gay when you're black? Right. And so this is a joke that he heard from a friend of his who's gay and black years ago. Now, again, that's Nimesh Patel's joke. Right. Don't write to me. We're describing the joke. And like I think the it, right now. at the heart of it is that he is, he's trying to say being gay isn't a choice. The heart of it, he's talking about oppression for minorities, black people, people with different color skin, and he's talking about, he's trying to end the argument for idiots who say being gay is a choice. It's hard to be gay in this country, and right. it's hard to be black in this country. And also, he's just joking around. Also, it's a joke. It's, it's a joke. It's not like some, it's not like your person, it's not like someone in HR is coming up to you and saying it, or your boss in a corporate setting is saying it, or you're going to get a loan at a bank, and they tell that to you, dead serious, make an eye contact. It's like... It's a comedy show, so take it with a fucking grain of salt. Well, the girls who, who interrupted on stage, I'm sure they had good intent. I'm sure their intention wasn't like, you know, whatever. I'm sure they thought they were doing the right thing, but like... They're, they had to get their their hot, their vegan hot pocket out of the microwave, so they had to hurry up the show. My kale's <laughs> now you're my Now yeah. you're my conservative right. uncle. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, they said, we don't think you have the right to use those words, and it's like, well, that, that becomes very tricky because it's... Very tricky. Because it's like, you know... Are we only allowed? I, I just think I'm on Nimesh's side. Absolutely. Because I, have a, I don't understand regulating people's speech because you heard a word you didn't like. It's like, well, I don't quite, like, if he had said, I mean, I don't, I, I, I look, I, I think they're just mad they heard the word black and gay and also, he's not black or gay. Also, the thing too is it's like, how about we take it a step further and say, do your job and if you're going to be that sensitive about regulating the speech at a thing, ask for a transcript. And lots of places ask for a transcript. I mean, if you'd say if you do late night, it'd be very... Or say we don't want to hear this, this, this word. Right. And so if that's the case, then he could have had a chance to say, well, then I can't perform. And he could say, well, I don't want to do the show, or I do, but you have to say, like, what what your expectations are. Otherwise, you can't get mad in real time and then try to, like, just skewer the person i'm trying yeah. to figure out what is so horrible about what he said i know it's you know it's i think we're so used to comedians using humor here's the thing the way artists use paint to describe their angst and expression comedians use jokes so we use jokes to talk about things that are real joan rivers always said she was life is hard you better start finding a way to laugh at it because life right. is really hard. And Jim Norton made a great c- comment about Joan Rivers when he said, no one goes to Joan Rivers hearing her make jokes about 9-11, AIDS, women, old people, and think that she hates all those things. We go understanding those are jokes and her trying to 
break apart the pain that we're feeling about these things and laughing about it because it actually can bring people together. Now, there are comedians who do these jokes, at, we'll get to Kevin Hart in a minute, but there are comedians who do jokes that don't have the tactfulness of Joan Rivers and right. don't have the the intelligence behind it, and, and that is offensive. It's offensive, and then hopefully <laughs> uh, they'll get better. Or right. they'll have the self-awareness to change. Or that's their voice and they have a right to speak it and then people can respond or not respond. And you always want to take the, you know, it's like take the high road. Just If someone is doing those things, say they do get an audience, then it's like, well, work harder to get a bigger audience and then have people see your point of view too. And that's, we're very lucky to live supposedly in a right. democracy where we can do that. Well, there, Bill Burr said it right. He was like, there is no... People don't listen anymore. No one's listening. No right. one's... And, and I'm guilty of that a lot of times, too, according oh, to my are. girlfriend. We, I mean, I do are. not listen. But no one... <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants to have a larger conversation because the platforms we've created for ourselves aren't about a back and forth. They're about just at. So there's no way to get into a conversation and try and, like come to some sort of agreement on it there's and there's no one regulating there's no referee there's no judge there's nothing it's just oh my god could you imagine if there was other. a referee who the hell would it be it'd have to be someone i think whoopi goldberg would be a good referee. she'd be a good referee because she does really well in the she view. really would be a good referee yeah whoopi goldberg uh yeah she'd be a good referee um I usually err on the side of feeling a lot of compassion for the comedians, too. So It that's just depends on the comedian, but I, true. you know, most of the time you realize that comedians are just, tr they're just trying to make people laugh. Right. And the thing is, you know, there is nothing, uh, there is a special thing that, where it's like, I'll feel like there's nothing worse when someone is, quote unquote, trying to be funny and you don't find them funny. Like, when you get stuck in a conversation with someone and they're, like, forcing jokes on you and you're like, oh, Jesus. So I do understand how people, there's something that is very irritating when it's, like, someone's trying to, like, shove humor down your throat. So I get how people can get irritated, but I don't get how they get so, but it's, like, take a step back and be, like, it, it's it's just supposed to be. At, at worst case scenario, they're try they're not reading a room and making a not funny joke. Mm -hmm. That's not uh, vicious. No, I don't think I don't thing. think any comedian's intent is vicious. Also, I think there's a lot worse people out there than people trying to make people laugh. Totally, I don't think Nimesh Patel is the enemy here. Totally, yeah. Like, why but don't people you are start? Angry. They're angry. I'm angry. I'm on stage, yeah. mad about my fucking ex boyfriend. I'm furious. Right. Okay. So let's. So what's going on? Do you feel that if you started dating, would you take out any anger from your last relationship on a new person? I think it's wise to say it's not good for me to date right, right. now. I think I'm in a state of numbness and rage. Fair. I'm literally numb. I mean, I'm like not feeling. My the only like what happens to my brain is it shuts down and workforce goes in full mode and then the only emotions I can express are anger. Are you? Do you feel very like unhealthy? Accepted? I think isn't that one of the phases of getting over something though? Of grief? Yes, but I'm of Italian descent, so I don't <laughs> let go of that one. Most people have gotten over the anger and now they're feeling sadness and grief and no, no, I just hang on to the anger. Italians need to have their own stages of grief. It's just anger, anger and then anger, death. Anger, yeah, yeah, anger, 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 That's yelling, positive. And I'm not going to get into it yet, but I will one day when I find the right way. But let's just say the way I closed this up was very Italian of me. Yes. It was very Italian of me. And you know what? We're going to take a break right now and then come right back. And we're going to talk about me getting dick. Yep. What would be your okay, dream so, dream commercial. Person. Um, 
Let me think. Swedish fish. Condoms. You know, I want to tell you a story. <laughs> and it's about a young girl. And when I was young, and I was a waitress, I used to hurt my feet all the time when I was walking around trying to feed these stupid sons of bitches who would order eggs over easy. What'd you make? Well, what I would do is I would wear cardboard boxes on my feet because I felt the flatness helped me. But my boss said, no, Barbara, you have to wear heels. So what I did instead is I murdered everyone in that diner and became Barbara Corkin. I'm out. I want those. Uh, so now Mateo and I are selling cardboard heels. Yes. Yeah. I can't tell if I'm Sherry or Terry doing Baba Walters. Or I can't tell if I'm Baba Corkin from Shock Tank. I'm out. <laughs> Could you imagine? We gotta start making merch where we have I'm out on a t-shirt. You know, I wanna... First of all, how'd you come up with that idea? You're too slick. You know all the answers. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust it. I'm out. Why doesn't she trust anything? Oh. One time she was like, they handled like maple syrup. She was like, oh. And then I could hear her saying, I want what... What is Mark having? <laughs> and then at the very end, like, it's like a 17-year-old kid. And she's like... Everyone's like, the syrup is so good. Blah, blah, blah. She goes... I don't taste a difference in this syrup than any other syrup. It tastes just like syrup to me. You're a failure. Just like your father. You're like, Jesus. You're going to go home and do nothing. And then someone like brings in literally like a bowl of mashed potatoes. I'll go in for $800,000 for 1% of your company. And Mark, you can go fuck yourself. Mark, you look like you're wearing a mask. They probably, is she just like wasted maybe? And they're like, oh. No, I'm just real, real excited. I'm real excited. And it hurts to move my neck. She, uh, I can't look at her. When I see her, I feel like... You just see me. Well, yeah, I feel like she's doing an impression of you. Yeah. Like, I'm like, at this woman copying Mateo. Ah, what what mock hair? And literally, everyone's like, oh, this is she great, blah, blah, him. blah, this and that. What mock hair? Yeah, what's, what's he just, doing over there? Because, like, they handed Mark something to He's like, back off me, she, Barbara. I love it. How'd you come up with that idea? <laughs> well, I came, uh-huh, and then I, interesting, and then fascinating. I'm out. How much money is she worth? Probably like twelve million or fifty million or That's something like that. That's very good. Well, she's like maybe even more. I mean, I, this hundred million. I have no idea. But she she it, like was the real estate queen of New York right. City. And now Corcoran Group is. Can you, you imagine see her like showing you a house? No. Can you imagine? I want this is the room. I like feng shui. <laughs> so when I walk into a room, instead of furniture, I just have arrows showing me which way I'm supposed to walk and breathe. That's how you make it in this business. That's how you stay tough. It'd be so... I like LaCroix. (laughs) It'd be so disorienting to have her show you a house. Like, you'd just be like... I can't show you this room. I can only turn left. (laughs) You just have to picture it. (laughs) But she's in her chair. Yeah, she probably had, like, a little, like, uh, wheelie, like, uh, wheelchair or something. Yeah. She couldn't be bothered by, like, walking around. But I'll wear a hot pink suit. (laughs) A hot pink suit. She's, like, 60 and was, like, literally on Instagram the other day was like, I just discovered lotion. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was like, come on, Barbara. I have to start. I have to start. Do you know this? I don't know why that made, this made me think of this, but do you remember when someone said that you were mean to women or something like that or anti-woman? When? Remember? It was, like, something you had, it was from your Lindsay Lohan joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just remember oh, that. It was that article that was written about us. Was that what it was? Oh, yeah, that's what mm-hmm. it was. Because I remember thinking that was the craziest comment on something. That, to me, was the most misguided, like, how are you pulling women from one thing about, that's like if I was, like, I went to a bagel place and, you know what, the service wasn't good. And they were like, Emma hates restaurants in New York. She doesn't believe in small businesses. 
And it's like, am I not allowed to critique No, it's this if that movie? restaurant was drunk and doing coke and lying about it and, right. and getting into trouble. Totally. And then getting a, a, a hotel in Greece. And it's like, you, yeah. <laughs> it's like. And then I was like, well, that, that restaurant's acting ridiculous. Right, they're and dancing. you're like, you hate restaurants. Right. I'm like, well, no, I don't hate that one. And that restaurant has a drug problem and we're trying to help them to get sober. And their mom is way over involved. Do you see her commercials for her? She's like, I'm the boss. No. Like she's like, she's like, she's like, I'm back. She has commercials? Yeah, for her new MTV Beach House. Oh, show. I can't wait to watch that. I actually had a meeting with a, like a commercial agent, so now I'm going to start going on commercial auditions. And someone, they called me, they're like, do you want to come in for a commercial for Wix as a barber? And I was like, I'm out. For what is it? For Wix.com. Oh, you got to do it. Let it's me tell you something. Now. If they ask you to come in for a specific thing, and commercial auditions are very quick, too. I was dealing with some problems Fair in Toronto that I had to resolve quickly. Fair. Let's go through the dating stuff. So are you so you're you're not back on the apps. No, I don't I can't imagine me ever getting back on the apps. I don't think it'll ever get that. At this point, Instagram is my dating app. Right. So that's it. And then the people that you I posted hooked, a picture today I think they're going to take down. Really? Oh, I saw that picture. You looked good. Is it too much? No, you looked good. It's only showing half my butt. Yeah, you looked good. Look, I'm desperate. Well, <laughs> I mean, at least, I am desperate. At least. People are like, oh, you're thirsty. You don't even yeah. know how parched I am. Yeah, okay? yeah. I'm a, I'm a open mouth in a desert. He should be one of those, uh, for a dollar a day, you can support Mateo. It needs, needs clean and get drinking his water. his thirst away. <laughs> yeah. That's our commercial. We never said we're back. But it doesn't oh, matter. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, I got no, it. No, I, 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 yeah, I'm just desperate. I feel nothing. I'm furious. I'm you, okay, incredibly you're, sad. You're not desperate because you have, as anybody, you, you're not desperate. I have a realty business. And, <laughs> because desperate would imply you're not getting anything. Like, desperate to me is like you're out fishing and there's no bites. I got You've enough. Got, I got dick twice this weekend. One was yeah. a friend. And I was like, and it was kind of funny because we were playing Smash Brothers and then hooked up and then played Smash Brothers again. And I was like... And then it was just, I mean, it's completely normal, and I could just never hook up with him again, and it's fine. But I also You're was not like... Gonna, you don't want to hook up again? I just don't want to hook up with anybody now. Now right. I'm just like... Not, and I don't know what I am right now. Did you feel weird? I really need to go see a therapist. Are you not seeing your therapist? No, I haven't seen him in months. You should go see him again, yeah. Well, I think I would go in the office, and you would just... Remember that scene from Hocus Pocus, where they open the book, and an explosion Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's going to be like me in my first therapy session. I haven't been to a therapist in a really long time. But the art therapist thinks I should go see a therapist. And you know what? But she's a therapist. I know, but I'm not like a client. Yeah. But I met this... We went to a a holiday. I took the night off on Saturday. And I went to a holiday party. And it was a lot of therapists there. And there was one therapist there. I felt like I was like trying to almost pick him up in a therapy way. Because when I was talking to him, I'm like, that motherfucker. That's why I'd want to be my therapist. I think I need a gay man. Me too. He was gay. He was really nice. He was... Hey, girl, what's your problem? He was... He was... He was nice, not aggressive. There's something about him I just really liked. Well, give me his number. I'll try to get it, actually. Yeah, because I'd go. You'd want to see a gay guy? I think I would, too. At this point, I just need to, like... I need to, like... It's like... It almost feels like a a lizard trying to explain his problems to a hawk. Yeah. Like, they just... I know they're both living animals, but one flies and one lays on a rock. It's like, I need to go sit down with someone else who lays on a rock you all don't day. Wanna, I don't know why I picked the lizard, but... it's You don't want to con- have to contextualize everything, too. Like, you don't want to feel like you have to catch someone up if they don't... If the, if it's another gay guy, he's going to... 
it's more likely he's going to have an automatic relation. So you can just get to kind of like work. performing for gay audiences. I feel yeah. I could say any. There's so many jokes that have happened to me this weekend that I cannot do in front of straight audiences, and and it's not because straight people don't get it, but it's like it's just like it's not the, their the life. ease of saying right. certain words that I don't have to explain things. And I in comics like you don't get it. That's not true. Blah blah blah. I'm like you don't get it. Yeah, you don't get it. You've never had to explain yourself to anybody ever. Right. There's. I was talking to another um, gay comic. We were talking about performing in Vegas and he passes as straight and he was like when I mentioned I was gay there was a change in the room and he goes and I was talking about it and people were like not sure if I was reading and I go you were reading the room accurately I had the exact same experience by the end of my time in Vegas and I love being in Vegas I had changed my set all around and I was still doing my gay stuff but it was like after I came out you feel like you're performing for the straight people in a sense like let me do what you will like don't go too deep because you can't handle it and they couldn't uh, they, they. I actually did all my like super queer stuff, but I would do it. I switched the order of it around. But there was a two times where I felt like they couldn't tell I was gay because when I said I was gay, I know it's crazy, but I'm pretty Emma. convinced of it. I there sometimes Emma. these people out there are all fucked up looking. Look, that's I'm, what it is. You and I are the equal amount of gay looking. I t- I agree, but they sometimes like they like. There's place like those places in Vegas. Everyone's just a blob. Even though I love Vegas, I actually love being in Vegas. I take that back. They're not a blob. I had a hotel in Vegas once, and I called it a blob. <laughs> People would come in, and <laughs> I love. I actually love. I like performing in Vegas. I and I'm gonna be out there the end. Of, I think we're on the same week. Oh yeah, the last week in January. Hello. It's a fun. The room in there is great. Uh, but it was interesting. It's it, they. Vegas is a pretty conservative state. But you know what? Like, there was... Last night I was talking about how my celebrity crush... Uh, I had a crush for a while. I was sexually attracted to Sarah Palin. And this conser- this guy... can't even imagine. And he, w- he went, yup! And he... I don't know. Him and I... A lot of times, like, can all, like, get along. Conservative audiences well, are there was, a, there was a guy wearing all camouflage and he wouldn't look at me and I said you're not going to catch the gay and he goes we just don't have much in common oh. and so I said what's your favorite type of music and he said Shania Twain I said we have a lot in common right yeah 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 right like who do you think you know what I mean like girl and I'll never forget this like, we have so much in common the audience was dying and he warmed up after that That's. I have a question about the camouflage okay okay I was walking through Grand Central okay and you know there's all the security guys in camouflage mm-hmm it's making them stand out. Like if, if a they're guy... supposed to, one, they're there for help. Okay, so it's like, and they're like, we're military dressed, and it's a sign to people who might do something wrong. Like you're the there's presence more is of felt because uh-huh. I'm like, you're not. So because if a guy's wearing camouflage at a comedy show, it's like, is he trying to blend in? It was Ohio. Oh, so he was just, blending I mean, in. That, yeah, yeah. But I wanted to say, I'm like, are you trying to hide right now because you're in the right. wrong environment? Right. You should have worn crushed red velvet. Yeah, exactly. This is what you should be. What time? What time are we at, by the way? We because we actually have a guest coming in today. Let's oh, we have see. like we can do five more minutes. Yes. Let's see what we got. By the way, if you have not joined our Patreon page, you're missing out on a lot, a lot of the inside details. Yeah, you are. I revealed some things, um, and then also we have an Instagram page. Yep. So inside the closet at Instagram, Tyler. Is our intern who's uh, heading that uh, project, and also our Facebook page. Yeah. So check us out on all those, and make sure you comment and subscribe. And yeah, please comment and subscribe. It helps. Um, uh, it'll help us get a real sponsor. It'll help me not feel sad. Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna be going on Starburns Audio in January. Thank God. Thank God. So that'll be 
um, exciting. And we still, we're going to get a say. If if anyone does want to sponsor us, we're going to get a Casper, because I want that <gasps> fucking mattress. I just got one. You can try it in the back room. Really? Yeah, just got one. Did you get it? I got it for, for Christmas. It? Yeah. I'd rather have not have paid for Have it. Do they give you free mattresses if they? I'm just you? hoping. I think they do because I. Casper, think you want one of those? Yes. I, so that I got one in the back. Are they comfortable? I got it. I asked because my. I'm, I'm my birthday is I'm a Christmas baby, so I asked for one. Wait for a my, minute. When's your birthday? Ugh. I asked for one for when my. When is Christmas, it? Not this year. Has it come year. up yet? No. Emma, if you I don't hate let birthdays. me, I hate that. I do shit. too. But I if you don't it. let me, at least get you a cup of coffee That'd or be, something. It's December twentieth, so I'm just gonna. Oh, I like, leave for Chicago that day. No but problem. in the morning, yeah. in the morning, I'm here so we can get breakfast. You're going to Chicago. Chicago, the twentieth to twenty sixth. I'll be home. Oh, that'll be great. Are you gonna do comedy? No. Really? No. I want to be with my gays and go yeah. out and go to Boys Town, and then I want to see my cousins and my new cousins. I want to be with my grandparents. I want to be with my aunts and uncles. I want to cook with my sister. I want to hang out with my mom. Yeah, I'm kiss and hug my dog. And six days is gonna be because I'm doing. I'm. It's about gonna. I'm gonna be away for like eight, eight days. Yeah, eight days of no comedy. I'll be with like dad and family, and that'll mm-hmm. be nice. It's a good amount of. It's like a nice. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. How'd your family take the breakup? Well, I've been talking to my mom for about it, for, for about it, and my sister. But I. The thing is, my family were so ridiculous. I just told my cousin Megan last night, I was like, just tell the family, tell grandma to tell the family because I can't individually tell 58 people you, about the breakup. Just have Nana do it and then let me be. You were um, such a good, like, boyfriend. So, like, they're going to be just oh, proud of you. You were the great. Best yeah, boyfriend. You were great. Actually, I was, at, I was at Monet Exchange's house last night playing Smash Brothers. <coughs> I won, <laughs> and uh, she also went through a breakup. And, and really, yeah, him and I were talking about just like we, him and I are very similar in the sense of like when we're in a relationship, we're all in, but we're also like super hard workers, and you know, it just it's it's it it we were agreeing on a lot of the was same. Was Monet in a serious? It was a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. How long were they together? Mm, maybe half a year. Or something. Yeah, so that's like a, a while. You, that, half a year. I mean, in the grand for scheme ga- of it, for gays and you know, she, she's traveling all over the fucking world. Totally, like, it's not easy. And when you're as you're like a little bit older, like then you bring someone into your life. You know, sometimes you have more walls up, but also you know more what you're looking for, so then it can like move quicker. And it's just well, I can bring back my catchphrase: date me. <laughs> I didn't know that was your catchphrase. I was saying it forever. <gasps> we could start, and we could have an, one of the ads. Could be for you. Okay. That could be one of the ads. All right. I guess the podcast could be like an extended ad. Hello, I'm Mateo Lane. I'm single and desperate and full of rage. I'm 32 years old and losing my hair and going gray. (laughs) If you are interested in an erotic hot mess who doesn't know how to love himself but knows how to love people too much. And great cook. Date me. Great cook. I know how to cook carbonara, spaghetti alla matriciana, and cacio pepe. I know how to clean. Funny. I'm funny. I know how to draw. I'm caring. That's big. I'm a good boyfriend. I always make the bed. Oh, that's huge. I don't do that at all. I have to make the bed every day, I leave. I do Because a... my apartment's so small, if I don't make the right. bed, then everything looks a mess. The second you make the bed, somehow the apartment's clean. Yeah, it comes together. I do it. You know when I I remember Nikki Glazer a couple late night sets back, had this, this joke, and I, I'm not going to try to paraphrase it, but the concept I totally related to. It was one of those things where I was like, oh, I wish I had thought of talking about that. You know when you're in a new relationship in the beginning, you do all these things so it looks like you've got healthy habits? Mm-hmm. She talks about how she's, like, flossing her teeth and there's blood everywhere because she never does it. And she's like, oh, yeah, they always just bleed this much. And 
totally. I all in the beginning, I pretend like my bedroom routine is like brushing my teeth, making the bed in the morning. But in reality, fuck no. I oh, see, I am. I was. My no. mother is Italian and Mexican. I wake up in the morning. I make my bed. You make the see my I. I'm the real me. I realized like I licked the plate the other day yeah. after I finished eating, and afterwards I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. It's all right. You're I should, alone. And then I was eating. No, I wasn't alone. I was with oh, our therapist. I well, shouldn't have done that. You don't yeah, I shouldn't have done that. And then last night I came in and she was like, do you want me to like cook you something? And I said no because there were roasted vegetables and potato chips. So I put the vegetables on the potato chips and she looked horrified. Yeah. But I was like, you know, <laughs> it just is what it is. I'm just out here focused on other things. But you found love. I gotta start, and I gotta start exercising again. I think that would help my rage. Well, stuff. I would like to go to the gym with you. Yeah, would I do, you, would I you want to do weights with me? I would like to do weights. I hate running around. I don't like, run. I, hate cardio. I only do weights. You do? Yeah, I don't do any cardio. You don't jump rope? No, I do cardio. Jumping jacks? No, my my cardio is all the walking that I do in New York. Okay, and that's a for real cardio. So and you I'm very just specific with my that. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. I'd be open to that. Well, let me know. Does I'm not going to chat with you. Does your friend Evan just lift weights or does he do cardio? Evan lifts weights. And not cardio? No. Oh, see, because I, I fucking hate cardio. Yeah, it's the word. But we get so much cardio walking in this fucking city. Well, so the other day on Friday, my last show, I think I was done at 11. Colbert starts at 11.30, so I wanted to get home to watch it. And mm-hmm. I phone died, couldn't call an Uber. All the taxes are full because it was freezing. So I started running and I'm like sprinting down the street and I kept run- I ran probably like ten blocks. I was wheezing. Yeah. Then I ran down the stairs. Subway left. I run up the stairs. I Are run we in to the an taxi. ambulance right now? How long is this ambulance going to go on for? It's such a long. It's long. getting louder. They're coming to get up. How is? We got to end this. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Um, I'm follow gonna, us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Patreon. Patreon. I'm going to be at if you when you listen to this Thursday Thursday night. I'm going to be at the Juke. Box Comedy Club in Peoria, Illinois, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And uh, yeah, I gotta be working on some new stuff too. And I will be at the DC Draft House December 4th and 5th. So please get your tickets if you wanna come see me. It's such a, f- the DC Draft House is a really fun room. I think DC is like a. And if anybody knows good Italian places, I'll go with you. And the hotel that you stay at when you're in DC is fun. It's just nice. The whole situation is nice. And they usually have, like, funny openers. So DC Draft House is great. Uh, Peoria, Illinois. Let's explore it together. All right. Thank you, guys.